coming up next. And if you're in marketing, you love learning new things. Like that's the best part about marketing is that everything's changing and evolving. The Job Talk podcast shares stories from people who are passionate and love what they do in their careers. Through conversation, we explore their careers, past work experiences, and the education that got them to where they are now. We are putting together a Career Crisis Ultimate interview series. We are asking experts to give their best advice and guidance around work anxiety, career pressures, career goal setting, and ultimately career transformation. To learn more about this special interview series and get notified when it's available, please visit our webpage at thejobtalk.com help. Today's guest is Wendy Winder. Here's our job talk with a marketing professional. Wendy, I have to be very careful as I'm talking to you today because uh, we're going to talk about marketing and I don't want to fill the time I have with you talking about how to market a very small podcast. So let's <laughs> talk about, I, I, I think we should start your story off with your first post-secondary experience. Where did you go when you left grade 12? Directly to uh, University of Alberta. I ended up um, taking business. My parents were um, very supportive of education, but they felt very strongly that after four years, I should have a job. And so I didn't choose art. <laughs> I went into business. And ironically, I was one of those kids that just didn't know what I, I didn't have. a. I, I didn't feel like I had a passion for one thing in particular. And so in going through university and, and doing the different courses, I didn't like accounting. I, 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 you know, finance wasn't my favorite thing. And I fell into marketing and probably loved the experience and the creativity of it the most. So that's what, that's what I got my degree in. Yeah. When you're taking business, is it very broad? Like, are you taking courses that uh, are related to sales, marketing, and everything? Or is it specific if you choose a stream, say marketing, are all of your courses geared towards marketing? The University of Alberta, your first two years are very general. They're just teaching you how to think really. And then your last two years are get more specific and that's where you choose your major and you take more, more courses in your particular field. Um, ironically, from hiring people over the years. I'm, I'm a big fan of um, places like Mount Royal, Sate, Nate. Um, the, it's more applied. And I find um, sometimes those graduates get up and running uh, faster. Not to say that either path is bad, um, but yeah. if, if you're, you know, to turn someone right away into, uh, you know, with less, less teaching, um, I find those graduates are doing really well. Were your parents business-minded? What were your parents doing for their vocation? Um, both of them were teachers. <laughs> so, so obviously education was really important. Um, the one regret I have in, is actually, I wish I would have gone in and done an arts degree and been broader in, in, in the f different areas and fields that I was studying and then done my master's. Because nowadays, you know, master's is kind of your entry level. Um, and I... My parents were like really firm and do your master, your, your undergrad in business. And then your master's is like kind of a repeat. And so it would be better to spend time in the field and then go back and do your master's. The problem is I started my master's and partway through had a kid. <laughs> Suddenly the master's went out the window, <laughs> didn't finish. 
So I, I think if I could do it again, I would do that. You finish your university education. Let's talk about your very first job. What what did you get? Where did you go? And what did you learn from it? Um, so <laughs> in my last year, so one of the dream jobs in uh, in university, I thought, was to go work for Procter Gamble. And I thought if I worked for got this internship at Procter and Gamble, I would be like my life would be made. And so I applied for it, and I was really like so passionate that I wanted this job that I was like I can't just apply, I need to do something special. So not to date myself because now you'd probably do a video, but um, I did this really fancy brochure and got it professionally printed and did photography for it and in the whole bit and put it in. I was like so sure I'm getting this job. And then I didn't get it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just lost it on my dream job. So I, I went and asked them like, why, what did I do wrong? Or, you know, what can I learn from? They said that they tossed my application because I didn't follow the rules. And the learning there is like, that's where you pivot and adapt and um, go from there. So my first uh, job ended up being uh, with Quaker Oats Company and I was a territory manager. And so I would travel around and ha have conversations with grocery stores and try and influence their purchase decisions. And six months in, my boss at the time, Eugene Wong, I don't know where he is, but he did me a huge favor. He sat me down and said, Wendy, it's great. You, you work really hard. You know, you're doing all the things. You actually have to sell something. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> My first job, um, but what it, what that did for me was two things. One, it um, it it made me realize that I have to take um, credit for the work that I'm doing because I I was definitely very much putting off the credit for my own work. And then the second thing that it taught me was to go after the big win. So it changed my perspective of of walking in and just trying to sell you know a case of Gatorade. I would walk in and go, okay, well, how am I getting that wall? And, and that's what I'm going for because that's the big win. And that lesson is truly influenced my career all the way through is just going for the big wins and, and working hard and, and taking credit for, for the things that you're actually doing. Marketing and sales, are they the same thing? Well, interestingly, they're not. Um, but I think, so in my career, I spent time in sales and I spent time in marketing. And the, the time that I spent in sales made, made me a better marketer. Basically, marketing is equipped to, to getting leads through the door and sales, sales is, is basically closing on those leads. Where firms go off is when, if, when you have marketers that have never been in the trenches, they'll always complain that um, sales is always complaining. We give them everything and they just want more. And, and sales will always be like, they don't understand what it's like. I need this and I need it now. And I need this and I need it now. And so I think having marketers work in sales for a period of their career and vice versa is a smart thing because it, at the end of the day, it's a team and, and they do overlap. Um, so that's why often you'll see um, directors of sales and, and business development and, and marketing all in one I, I was going to say your experience in sales absolutely helps you in your role in marketing and your experience with that. Your, what does your husband do for, for work? <laughs> Ironically, we um, were both, well, we were both marketing directors. 
Um, but okay. we come, we came at it from very different fields. And I think this is um, a good thing to kind of share is that his path to marketing director um, was more from a product management standpoint and kind of really digging in and analyzing. And he, the sectors that he worked in were very different. So he, he was very much into technology. So now he's a director of marketing for Stantec. And from my standpoint, I came at uh, marketing from more of a, I would say traditional, what people think of when we think of uh, marketing, where you're you're doing photo shoots and you're do, managing advertising uh, buys and uh, media plans and booking radio and and through my my um, background is more in the B two C, um, so I've worked for companies like Goodyear and hospitality groups like uh, the Moxie's group of companies, Jugo Juice, um, Good Earth Coffee House. So even though we had the same title. We were doing kind of the same thing, but but in different fields, and and definitely our day to day would be much different. What, what skills do you think a person needs to have to be successful as a marketing manager? You have to it's the soft skills. You have to you have to be creative. So you have to think differently, like think outside the box. You don't want to um, always be doing the same thing. At the end of the day, you need to be a team player. Um, so being able to work with other people communicating, being a good communicator to make sure that people understand what, what, where you're coming from and then being able to listen and hear back where other people are coming from. Because at the end of the day, you need to pull everyone together in order to achieve something. And that's what a, a marketing manager needs to do. Could we talk a little bit about what you're doing now? You just launched a marketing firm. And I think my first question with that, with launching a marketing firm, I'm guessing that you had a lot of people telling you while you were going through your career that you should be doing this for yourself. Did you, did you find that? I did um, kind of in the last decade of my career and I wasn't ready. Uh, I, I had young kids and I just, um, I needed, I wanted to have more security, but after 25 years in marketing and 15 as a director and leading a team of marketers, I, I was ready for another challenge. I also saw a gap in the market. Um, so I think I'm passionate about helping companies grow. There's a lot of small and medium-sized businesses that either can't, don't have a marketer at all, or they might be large enough where they have um, more of a, a doer marketer, like a social media person or a, a marketing manager, but they don't have like a senior level that can really help craft the plan. Um, and, yeah. and so I want to help those types of businesses grow by, by being able to hire our firm, um, on a part-time basis. And what is the name of your marketing firm and what services do you provide your clients? So the company is called Ray Strategic Marketing and, and we do help companies grow. So how we do that is, uh, through brand positioning and unique value propositions. So we really, we work with the companies to kind of figure out who are they? You know, what do they do better than anyone else? And, and, and where do they, you know, what do they value? Where do they want to go? So kind of once we have that locked and loaded, then depending on the company and where they're at, um, I'll help them with um, building a strategic plan to get to where they want to go um, and, or uh, a marketing plan. If they've kind of got the strategic plan and locked and loaded, then we'll, we'll focus on a, a marketing plan. And then because plans aren't good if they sit on the shelf, um, then I'll help them execute. So 
we can, depending on, again, depending on the company, we'll, we'll take up maybe a more hands-on approach where we may, maybe help them through a period of time, or maybe we just do check-ins and, and help them with from accountability standpoint and moving through the strategic plan and, and being kind of their partner and consultant through that process. What does your process look like when you get that first discovery call? What happens? Can you kind of lead us through what, what you're doing, like, between nine to five? What are you doing during your day? Well, the first thing, ironically, um, a couple of clients have come through just because they'd asked me, can you, know, can you help me with the website? Which is very common. People want to order off the marketing menu. But what, what really is important is that we go back and, and do the hard work before you get to doing the execution by piece. So, um, you had, so taking that step back and going like, you know, are you locked and loaded on, you know, what, what you're going to do to win in the market. And so usually I'll just start with a, a conversation and, and kind of do a lay of the land. And then we'll often walk companies through a brainstorming process where we kind of figure out where they're at. And, and through that process, it will unveil kind of the plan and the strategy that needs to be put together. And um, so then I'll go away and I'll put the plan or the strategy together. And then we come back and it's more, it's collaborative. Any plan is, needs to be collaborative. It's not, um, it's not something you can go away and do by yourself in, on a computer. You need to um, work back and forth and that will bring forth the best work. And then when we've kind of decided on, okay, here's what, here's what the goals are. Here's the, the BHAG or the big hairy audacious goal. Then we'll start, agree on the plan, and we'll start moving through the process of executing it. So on a day-to-day -day basis, for me, so I'll give you both scenarios, what you day-to-day -day on a marketing director and day-to-day -day on um, with the marketing firm. So day-to-day -day on a marketing firm, I think probably three days a week, you're, you're doing the work. But one day a week, you're talking to people and you're telling people about what you're doing so that you're able to get out there and build that awareness. And so that the clients that need the services that you offer can connect with you. So you're marketing yourself, you're doing your, doing your own plan. Um, and then there's another day of the week. That's a lot of admin. Like when you're running your own company, you know, you're invoicing, you're, you know, balancing your own budget, you're doing your, your own social media or, or whatever. So um, that's kind of for the marketing firm. For, as a marketing director, I would say very similar for both Doug and I, um, Doug's my husband, sorry, uh, is that you start the week with um, with your team and you would have a, um, I like to call them Monday morning meetings where you you go around and who's working on what. And, and then you kind of figure out, okay, um, what's going well, what's not going well. Then as a group, is anyone running into any issues? You probably ideate on how to get past those. And then you kind of um, block out what you're going to do for the week. Um, and as a marketing director, a lot of that is you're probably moving projects along. You're, you're meeting with um, suppliers, but you're also meeting with your team members and making sure that, that you have paved the way for them to shine. So yeah. any obstacles they're struggling with or um, they're having that you're kind of helping them to that make sure that they can go out and do what they do. How are you finding being the marketing manager for your own firm as opposed to being the marketing manager for a business, someone else's business? Yeah, it's it's hard. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> my, my my firm is relatively new. The first thing I did was like, A, do my own, what I preach about is figure out who, you know, who I am, what makes my company unique. 
um, and how I'm going to win in the marketplace. And then I put together the website and then I just got going. Um, so then I just got, okay, now I'm going to meet with people. I'm going to have cups of coffee and we're going to talk a lot. And, and through that process, uh, um, uh, an old mentor of mine said to me, Hey, when do you, did you put your plan on paper? And I was embarrassed saying that I hadn't. Um, so that weekend I literally spent the time and did my own plan because it was in my head. I, I intuitively knew it, but there is magic to writing your own goals down and writing your own, putting your plan on paper. And then literally I have it stuck up in my office, you know, here are my five to six things that are super important to work on. And then I break it down even to 90 day rocks that we call them like the, the, the most important things to do within the 90 day period and attacking those first. Um, but then there's, then there's discipline involved with that. And what's interesting is I can, um, it's easy for me to write a plan and say, okay, you need to do content marketing and you need to be on video and get yourself out there on LinkedIn or whatever. But then doing it yourself is a whole other, a whole other piece. So it's, um, it's been invigorating because it's definitely this switch pushed me out of my comfort zone. And if you're in marketing, you love learning new things. Like that's the best part about marketing is that there, everything's changing and evolving and the things that we were doing 20 years ago were not what we're doing now, but there's basics that make sense. But pushing yourself out of that comfort zone and really going for it and marketing yourself is, is hard. And there's an accountability factor that you have to hold yourself accountable to, but that's what makes it exciting too. Do you think all of these social media platforms that come out and my kids are trying to keep me up to date on, you know, every new product that comes out, is it, is it almost overwhelming to you? Do you have a favorite social media application that you, you go to and use? My personal favorite is Instagram because uh, of yeah. the visual nature of it. But there's always going to be something new. And we're always going to have to figure out the new thing. And what's interesting, uh, what I find super interesting right now is this has been a great lesson. So right now, the, the media platforms are kind of taking away some of the power. So they're not allowing you to um, have as much access to the consumer. So it remind it re, it's a pendulum where you know it used to be email was king and getting everyone's information was so important. And then we migrated away from that, and now we're realizing no, it's actually having that direct ac access to your customer is super important. You know, Facebook and Instagram have been very good about allowing us to drive them people to our own websites. TikTok, Snapchat, they want to keep you in that medium. And so that's a different thing for all of us marketers to figure out is how to navigate that. Um, but what's coming behind them? That's a challenge. You can't, first of all, in marketing, you can't be an expert at absolutely everything. So again, this is where when you look at the field of, of marketing, you can go in and, and really specialize. And if you're passionate about something, I would suggest doing that and then being the expert in that. If you're more like Doug and I, you are a generalist. And so I've been lucky enough to have done public relations and communications and um, loyalty marketing and you know sales and, and all media buying and all these different things. And that's helped me because now I can apply my craft as a generalist. Um, but, but I also know it would be silly for me to go out and do a media buy, a digital media buy right now. I, I literally, there are so many, there's so much that goes into that and you need experts that 
um, are just doing that to be able to do that well. Throughout your entire career, do you have a favorite product or service or project that you worked on that you're most proud of? I have a favorite job. My and and I say yet because Ray is likely going to take over that. But um, <laughs> my my favorite Let's job. Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I worked for Juco Juice. I had come back off of mat leave or um, uh, taking time off to be home with the kids. And I did a one-year maternity um, coverage contract for them and it ended up being a, a year and a half. But the timing was perfect. The company had um, uh, just been purchased by MTY. So the owners of the company to begin with sold to this larger company. And they had, so they had gone through the process of figuring out who they are and who they want to be. And so they wanted to offer healthy, um, healthy options for people on the go, for active people on the go. And so that was that piece of who they were was locked and loaded. And when I came in, unbeknownst to me, the VP was leaving. And so she came in and she said, write your plan. I wrote the plan and then she said, okay, go, let's, let's do it. And then she left. (laughs) But the amount that we were, because the team had gone through the process of figuring out collaboratively who they wanted to be. And then I'd written a plan. We had this path of like, let's go to it. And then as a team, we were able to make big, big leaps in that amount of time. So we did things like introduce the kale, mighty kale smoothie, which ended up double-digit growth for the company by the time I left. Um, We redid fresh pressed juice. Like we just, we moved the needle from where they were to where they wanted to be in dramatic fashion in that amount of time. And the two magic things that needed to happen was that the team was bought in and then we had direction and got it done. Um, So that, I mean, that was hands down, I think my favorite experience. I need to eat more kale in my diet instead of eating cake at midnight over a sink. <laughs> it's really kind of sad. Um, I know. The first, the first iteration, um, we had it. It looked like mud. That one didn't work. Yeah. Then we went to the okay. next one. So green yeah. cells. I was like, trust me, people will. People, my mom friends want this product. <laughs> <laughs> What what do you love most about being in the marketing world? If you could kind of summarize what you love most about the profession you chose. Two things. Uh, I love seeing the impact. So there, I do have a passion for seeing companies grow and having playing a large hand and being able to make that happen um, is super fun and exciting. And it it doesn't, it's not boring. Like you, there's always new and different things to do and um, different ways that you want to connect with the, your customer. And then the second thing is the people. And I think whether that's a marketing specific thing, I, I just think that um, I've had the pleasure of working with some just amazing people that I've stayed in contact with through, through my life. And um, you know, that's the part that makes it fun. Is there any specific advice you could give somebody that's looking at a career in marketing? Uh, yes. Um, that's a pretty broad question, but see what you can do with it. Yeah, no, I think there's a couple, I think this would apply for anybody, but I'll try and do a marketing span. But, um, the big learning for me is that the path isn't straight. And so don't get frustrated that or worried that like, oh my gosh, it took a sales job, but I wanted to be a marketing director or um, everything you can learn at these different 
spaces rounds you out and makes you a better marketer. Appreciate good people and surround yourself with them. Recognize not everyone's going to be good, but when you find people that are, you know, glom onto that, learn from that and learn from the people that aren't good on, on then who you don't want to be. So when you're in a position to, you know, run a team, what are you not going to do and how are you going to make people feel? I would think another thing is have patience. You don't have to be a vice president tomorrow. Enjoy the process, which is totally hard in the moment. I get it because I, I felt that way too. But um, I, I guess get the enjoyment from the value that you're able to add in the in, and take pride in the work that you're doing. Another thing would be give generously. So I fundamentally believe that giving without expectation of what you're getting back is, is super important. And, and that always, always comes back to you. Um, but I think don't keep track, don't measure, just give in anything that you're doing. Um, and then lastly, I'd say be yourself, because I think no matter what career path you're going down, if you're you, you're going to add that unique special blend that, that makes it magical. And, and we need that. And we need more people that are passionately themselves. That is That's excellent all. advice. <laughs> and yeah, and you're a very positive person. I, uh, I'm not always super positive like that. Uh, but I, my dad told me that we're realists, but I think that's just another word for being pessimistic. Anyway, Wendy, I wish you all the luck in the world as you're starting up your marketing firm. Congratulations on taking the jump and doing this. It's just fantastic. And I wish you all the success in the world. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Job Talk podcast. For more information, please visit us at thejobtalk.com. Our podcast music was created by our friend Mike Malone in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada.